listen to me precious people at this hour the Lord is speaking directly to the church and in that conversation with the church he is exalting a few issues he's talking about the hour the hour thereby requiring haste requiring that we work faster and I said the white glorious horse of heaven the powerful horse was in a hurry he wants to leave and I'm not going to handle that now because that is Revelation 19 verse 11 down and he speaks about the events post rapture after the rapture but preparations have been finalized in heaven in the glorious kingdom of God regarding the coming of the Messiah regarding the wedding of the Lamb regarding the wedding feast of the Lamb of God and the Lord is saying that if we too belong to the glorious kingdom of God then he expects us also to be making progress to be working in tandem in step with all the events in heaven with all the events of preparation and he said that at this hour if one were given the opportunity to look at the church what one would have expected is a church that is perfectioning the glory of the garment meaning shaking around and looking at what other spot what other stain manchas in Spanish arugas and manchas in Spanish but looking at which other spots and wrinkles because of the time we are in Aaron was living a normal life in the camp among the Israelites but when the time the fullness of time arrived for Aaron to be called to appear before the Lord then you hear the Lord now talking about protocol dressing code saying that Aaron now needs a sacred garment that he may appear before Jehovah and he says that when that sacred garment is given him it would give him dignity and honor meaning that all the other days he was walking around the camp 
for the Lord. But today, I want to talk about the cloud of God. The biggest message that is right now going all over the earth. I want to talk about the cloud of the glory of Jehovah. And I'm going to give to describe the, the, the whole conversation here, the dream. In this place. And then the fulfillment. And then now I'll talk to you about the message. What is the message? Tremendous time for us to live and get to see these days. See these events. See these signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every year, the Lord has allowed me once a year I know sometimes it's many but I'm talking about once a year to to do one major healing service in this land a big revival meeting at which the sick come and it's tremendous that we have no time to it is focused on the healed and the testimony and it is incredible. And that meeting, we have called it the end of year and New Year's Eve. Because it comes on December 31st and it spills over to January 1. And normally we broadcast it live. And so, normally, we prepare. I go into prayer and fasting. And somehow the millions of people have joined me these days. And so we go into dry fast. The way Jesus did it. For me then I get to pray for the sick. And so, the Lord always talks to me. Earlier, in advance, before that meeting. And he shows me a lot of the healings, the details of the healing that will take place. And so I get to see the meetings before. So was the case this time around. 2012. As we were preparing for the end of year 2012. Then on November 21st, the Lord, the God of heaven, came to speak with me about that meeting and some events that would happen there. 
matukio mengine ambayo yangelitendeka huko and in that conversation this is what the lord showed me ikindicho ambacho bana kanionyesha in that dream katika hiyo ndoto i found myself nilijipata mwenyewe standing on the altar of the lord nikisimama katika madhabahu ya bwana and this was the big meeting na huu ulikuwa mkutano mkubwa the tremendous meeting mkutano wa ajabu of millions and millions and millions of people some are outside ya mamilioni na mamilioni na mamilioni ya watu wengine walikuwa nje in that dream katika hiyo ndoto as i stood at the altar nilipasimama katika madhabahu i found myself looking up into the sky nilijipata mwenyewe nikitazama anga so listen to me now kwa hivyo nisikizeni sasa in that dream katika hiyo ndoto as i was looking up into the sky nilipokuwa natazama juu kwenye anga all of a sudden ghafla bintu heaven opened into the sky in the meeting katika mkutano in that dream katika hiyo ndoto the meeting to come mkutano ambao ulikuwa uche so heaven open hivyo basi mbingu ikafunguka heaven open wakati mbingu ilipofunguka this is what i saw hiki ndicho nilichokiona i saw the glory of jehovah niliona utukufu wa jehovah coming down like a cloud ukishuka chini kama wingu and passing through the entrance that was open na ukipitia katika lile lango kiingilio ambacho kilikuwa kimefunguka was like a cloud ulikuwa kama wingu and coming down like a tornado na ukija chini kama kibunga and coming down na ukishuka chini however hata hivyo as i saw the glory nilipoona utukufu beginning to traverse the entrance that was open ukianza kupita katika lile kingili ambacho kilikuwa wazi the gate of heaven that was open lango la mbinguni ambalo lilikuwa wazi a tremendous historic healing anointing ule upako wa ajabu wa uponyaji hit the stadium ukashuka kwa uwanja hit the meeting ukagonga mkutano and so a lot of people began to walk na hivyo basi biwete wengi wakaanza kutembea and blind eyes began to open na macho vipofu yakaanza kufunguka and the deaf the mute everything happened na biziwi na mabubu kila kitu kilitendeka it was so chaotic ilikuwa ya kushangaza tremendous healing anointing struck the meeting upako wa uponyaji wa ajabu ukagonga mkutano when that happened na wakati hiyo ilitendeka somehow kwa jia fulani in that dream katika hiyo ndoto i forgot about the glory that was coming down nilisahau kuhusu utukufu ambao ulikuwa unashuka chini because i found myself now dealing with the testimony the babies walking the mothers crying and rolling on the soil kwa sababu nilijipata sasa ninashughulika na uponyaji mtoto anatembea mama anajigalagaza kwa mchanga some people crying because they are asking hii nini watu wengine wakilia maana wauliza hii nini the eyes have just opened for the first time macho yamefunguka tu kwa mara ya kwanza and they always ask na kila mara wanauliza hii nini wanauliza hii nini meaning what is this kumaanisha hii nini because they have not seen before kwa sababu hawajaona hapo nyumbani and so it's a tremendous time na hivyo basi ni wakati wa ajabu in the history of the church katika historia ya kanisa however lakini hata hivyo i had forgotten about the glory that was tornado coming down nilikuwa nimesahau kuhusu utukufu ambao ulikuwa unakuja kama kibunga ukiteremka chini and so as i was doing this at the altar na hivyo basi nilipokuwa nafanya hii katika madhabahu then all of a sudden basi ghafla 
I was shocked in that dream when I realized that actually that cloud that I had seen up there coming from heaven had appeared right before the altar. And it was so huge like a city. And I remember that I panicked when I saw him. Because I knew this is him. So I panicked. I panicked because that cloud of glory began to surge towards the altar. And so I wondered what to do knowing that this is him. That this is God the Father. This is the law. Look at what I did in that dream. In my little human mind. Because he was coming and searching with big force. Towards the altar. So what I did is this. I am going to go down on my knees now. What I did was this. I tried to dodge him. So I went down like this. To try to avoid the glory hitting me. But I found out. That it is impossible to dodge God. Because from down there. As I put my head down. Then I felt the weight. By the way, the glory of Jehovah has weight. Has weight. Listen to this now. I felt the weight of the glory hit me. That is why in the prophecy, I was able to give the detail. Because he came in waves. That's why if you go to the YouTube and you look at the postings of that day and YouTube is beautiful because when you put the prophecy on that day it will be stamped the date for that day. And then you wait and see what will be fulfilled. So if you go to that prophecy you'll find me talking that he is coming in waves. Because those waves have already lashed my face. And so I got up knowing I cannot avoid him. And then he hit my face. The glory came like that in waves. And so I remember when I woke up then I gave the prophecy. But I want you to appreciate one thing before I go into the prophecy. I want you people to recognize one thing. Because when I woke up from that dream I was disturbed and uh, shocked because I was like this is power 
nguvu kwa sababu nilikuwa kwamba hii ni ya nguvu but how do we handle this lakini je tunawezaje kushughulikia hii as human beings how do we handle this kama wanadamu tunawezaje shughulikia hii and so na hivyo basi i wanted to give the prophecy live on radio nilitaka kutoa unabii mmoja kwa moja katika masafa ya radio but then lakini i i feared niliogopa I wanted to appreciate this. Nataka mshukuru jambo hili. I feared the following. Niliogopa yafuatayo. I said, nilisema, the church of Christ right now. Kanisa la Kristo sasa hivi. Globally. Kote kote duniani. Is a modern church. Ni kanisa la kisasa. Follow me on this. Munipate katika hii. The church of Christ right now. Kanisa la Kristo sasa hivi is modern. Ni la kisasa. She is modern. Yeye ni wa kisasa. In her worship, katika ibada yake. In her ways, katika njia zake. In her talk, katika mazungumzo yake. In her life, katika maisha yake. In her salvation, katika wokovu wake. So, hivyo I asked myself. Nikajiuliza mwenyewe. In that bedroom, in my bedroom, katika chumba changu cha kulala, when I woke up, nilipoamka, I asked myself. Nikajiuliza mwenyewe. How can I go before this church? Naweezaje kwenda mbele ya hili kanisa? And tell them, naniwaambie that look church of Christ. Ya kwamba tazama kanisa la Kristo. Modern church of Christ. Kanisa la kisasa la Kristo. Look now. Tazama sasa. I have seen the cloud of god nimeona wingu la mungu that visited during the time of moses ambalo lilitembea wakati wa musa coming to the house likiita katika nyumba how can you say such a thing je unaweza semaje kitu kama hicho how jinsi gani that was the dilemma hiyo ndio ilikuwa utata how can you go before such a modern church unawezaje kwenda kwa kanisa la kisasa very modern la kisasa mno and then tell her anapuliambie that hey church ya kwamba hey kanisa now look sasa tazama the massive glory of the lord utukufu mkubwa wa mungu the historic cloud wingu la kihistoria that visited moses ambalo lilimtembelea musa is coming to you linakuja kwenu the problem i had is the following shida niliyokuwa nayo ni yafuatayo because kwa sababu i knew that these people have gone to theological colleges nilijua kwamba hawa watu wamekwenda katika vyo vya theology in bible schools na shule za biblia and they have been taught doctrinated na wamefundishwa they have been covered with the school of thought wamefunikwa na zile shule ya fikra they have been taught a paradigm wamefundishwa ratiba that this is the way things are ya kwamba hivi ndivyo mambo huenda they have been told wameambiwa that right now ya kwamba sasa hivi we are living in the dispensation of the grace tunaishi katika majira ya neema and in the dispensation of grace na katika majira ya neema there is grace kunayo neema there is blood kuna damu there is love kuna upendo there is peace kuna amani there is everything they say kuna kila kitu wanasema and here i was na hapa nilipo supposed to appear before them na paswa kuenda mbele zao and tell them hey church of christ na kuambia hey kanisa la kristo listen to me now nisikizeni sasa i have seen the cloud nimeliona wingu that came to moses ambalo lilimuchia musa before the messiah came kabla ya masihi kucha and that cloud is now coming to the church na ile wingu sasa linalichia kanisa how do you give such a prophecy je unawezaje kutoa unabii kama huo 
That is what I wanted you to appreciate. How do you stand before them and give that pronouncement, that declaration, that prophecy? Because I feared that these people are going to say, ah, you, you need to go to Bible college first. That thing you are saying is not true. I feared that. But let me explain this now. This, when I explain it, will help you. As pastors, as ministers of the gospel, it will help you. As Christians, it has helped me. What is it that helped me. Right from the beginning when the Lord called me, there is something I understood very clearly. And he ensured that I got it right. That thing. And that thing was that from today on, At this time, the church worries about opinion. 
kanisa lina watiwati kuhusu maoni i need to be loved by my people nahitaji kupendwa na watu wetu i need to be careful what i say kwa hivyo inabidi nimafinike nisemacho and me i say na mimi nasema i need not to be loved by my people sitaji kupendwa na watu wetu as long as they love the lord ili mradi wanampenda bwana haleluya haleluya very powerful that has propelled me hiyo imeniendeleza for years and years and years kwa miaka na miaka na miaka to the extent kwa kiwango that sometimes kwamba wakati mwingine they thought i was standing alone walifikiri nilikuwa nasimama peke yangu until they saw the glory come hadi walipoona utukufu ukisha stand next to me ukisimama kando yangu hallelujah hallelujah and so because of that so i went ahead and gave the prophecy because that prophecy that glory is synonymous with the dispensation of the law unazingatia majira ya sheria and now you are telling me na sasa unaniambia that that cloud ya kwamba hilo wingo which is actually the embodiment ambalo haswa ni kiasi the representation kiwasilisho of the dispensation of the law ya majira ya sheria and now you are saying it is coming na sasa unasema inakuja they will say this man is legalistic watasema huyu mtu anapenda sheria sana this man watasema huyu mtu is teaching from the old testament or what anafundisha toka agano la kale ama nini but the old testament is also bible lakini agano la kale pia ni biblia and the lord jesus said na bwana yesu akasema i do not come to destroy the law sikuja kuyaribu sheria but i come lakini naja that it may be completed kwamba ikakamilike fulfilled ikatimishe and accomplished na ikakuwa kamilifu so listen to now kwa hivyo nisikize sasa so i get the prophecy hivyo basi nikatoa unabii i said i see the lord coming nikasema namuona bwana akija and i said nami nikasema this time around wakati huu I see God the Father himself ninamwona Mungu Baba mwenyewe coming to the church akinichia kanisa he is coming to visit anakuja kutembelea i have seen the cloud of the glory nimeona wingu la utukufu listen precious people sikiliza watu wa thamani when i said that prophecy niliposema huwa unabii and i said he is coming to the kisumu meeting na nikasema anakuja mkutano wa kisumu because we rotate kwa sababu twazunguka and so it was for kisumu so i said that i see the cloud of the glory of the father ya kwamba ninaona wingu la utukufu wa baba coming to the meeting in kisumu nikija katika mkutano wa kisumu and i said nami nikasema that when the lord will walk me into the stadium ya kwamba bwana atakaponileta kuniingiza katika uwanja heaven will open mbingu zitafunguka and the cloud will come down na wingu litashuka chini and when the cloud comes down na wakati wingu litakapashuka chini at that time there will be a historic healing anointing kwa wakati huo kutakuwa na upako wa uponyaji i said this thing nilisema mambo haya live globally moja kwa moja haiwani kote kote
Then the bishop began to come to me. They said, man of God, we heard you. We have heard the pronouncements of your tongue. So they came to ask me. They said, based on the pronouncements of your tongue, it makes us feel that this is going to be the ultimate visitation. Because you said that God the Father Himself is now coming down. Man of God, how should we prepare the church for that ultimate visitation? They asked. Then I answered very quickly. I hit back. I told them that remember on Mount Sinai what Moses told Israel on how to prepare for that visitation. And I said tell them that on Mount Sinai they were told to wash their garments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wash their garments. And I said, But today, for the church, that is repentance. Tell them to repent. And let me tell you one thing. We may have read the promise of the Bible when the Bible says that the end revival would be more powerful than the Pentecost. That the latter rain would be greater than the first rain. It would have more power, more authority, more anointing, more holiness, more righteousness. So, when that was said about the end revival, we did not know how that revival would manifest. How it would present. So when the bishop went out to tell the church, everybody now repents. And those who are not yet baptized, please be baptized in preparations for that visitation. Then the humongous revival exploded in Kenya. Many people started coming from out and receiving Jesus. We put different regions. We told people, don't go this side. If you leave the other side. Your baptism pool is on the other side. That is the nature of the revival that broke out. And people heard me from all over the earth. And some people say, This man, how can you say such a thing? And get away with it. How can you say such a thing? No, you not. Don't you know that that amount 
it amounts to somebody standing before people and telling them that look I am calling God the Father to come down on a particular day in a particular location when I get there only later I understood the gravity of the word I had spoken How do you say that and get away with it? And a lot of people said we are heading to Kenya. We want to see for ourselves. And listen to me. When the day arrived, and the Lord brought me to the stadium, the Moi Stadium in Kisumu, and He brought me to the gates. So when the Lord brought me to the stadium, this is what I was doing. You see, when I've just arrived, and I began to walk around the altar of Jehovah, saying, I have seen the cloud of His glory. I have seen the glory of the Lord come down here. And I was pointing towards those trees. And then, what happened is this. The prophecy became fulfilled. A massive healing anointing struck the stadium. And the cripples began to walk. The blind seeing. The deaf hearing. Tumors, cancer, HIV, everything. So what happened is this. I fulfilled my own prophecy. I fulfilled my own prophecy. Because I forgot about this. Like it was in the dream. I forgot about the fact that at this time, when the massive historic healing anointing has struck, at this time, the tornado of his cloud is coming. I was with babies walking, crippled babies, big testimony. The blind eyes. I fulfilled my own prophecy. I forgot that hey, this is supposed to be the hour. The moment when he is coming. Listen, these precious people, those of you who are blessed enough, because for me, I always believe that the Lord will not allow you people to see Him. I remember when I was preaching in Monterrey, Mexico, the Lord showed me that when I was going to Iglesia Cristiana Agua Viva, I was going to the church of the living waters in Spanish. 
nilikuwa naenda katika kanisa la maji yaliyo hai katika Hispaniola. He made me know alinisababisha nijue that as I go to that church ya kwamba ninapoenda katika hilo kanisa with pastor Aguila na mchungaji Aguila when I go there the glory would be standing at a given position. Nitakapokuwa pale utukufu na kumesimama mahali fulani. So many times kwa hivyo mara nyingi I get to know where his glory is going to stand. Ninachua mahali ambapo utukufu wake unaenda kusimama. But I always don't believe lakini kila mara siamini that the people will see him. Ya kwamba watu watamuona. Because they have not always seen him. Kwa sababu kila mara hawajamuona. So I thought this was the case also. Kwa hivyo nilifikiria hii ndio kesi pia. But this was tremendous lakini hii ilikuwa ya ajabu because there are people who remember kwa sababu kuna watu waliokumbuka they remember the prophecy walikumbuka unabii it said it is at that moment kwa wakati huo when you will see creepers walking wakati ambapo mtawaona vigwete wakitembea and the blind seeing na vipofu wakiona and chaos in the city chaos na kuna kule uchangamfu kwa uwanja you just look up wewe tazama tu chuo you will see something utaona kitu it is always good to see the glory of god kaiko basi kila wakati ni vyema kuona utukufu wa mungu that's why i say ndio sababu nikasema those were blessed people wale ni watu waliobarikiwa and so what shocked me most kaiko basi kilichonishtua zaidi is that the lord even allowed them to see him with their naked eyes ya kwamba bwana hata aliwaruhusu wakaweze kumuona na macho yao yakiasilia when they looked up this what they saw walipotazama hicho ndicho walichokiona this is what they saw hicho ndicho walichokiona but lakini what shocked me most kilichonishtua zaidi is that not only were they able to see the cloud si kwamba waliweza tukuliona wingo where the aircraft fly mahali ambapo ndege zinapaa coming like a tornado ikija kama tufani but he also allowed them lakini pia aliwaruhusu to record waweze kuna kile on camera katika kamera and check it na kuichunguza and see it is here na kuiona hii hapa that shocked me hiyo ilinishtua what a mighty thing ni kitu kikubwa kiasi gani to live to see this hour kuishi kuona saa hii the hour of the glory saa ya utukufu the hour of the cloud saa ya wingi how awesome ya ajabu kiasi gani i always wonder kila wakati ushangaa who gives us authority nani anayetupatia mamlaka to meet and discuss his glory kukutana na kuzungumza kuhusu huu utukufu except for the wonderful grace ijapokuwa kwa neema ya ajabu for this hour yes sir so i was at the point kwa hivyo nilikuwa katika alama where the glory struck mahali ambapo utukufu ulishuka the healing anointing struck the meeting upato wa uponyaji ukashuka kwa mkutano can somebody stabilize the screen somewhere hallelujah hallelujah when the cloud was coming wakati wingu lilikuwa likikucha and some chosen people na baadhi ya watu waliochaguliwa i call them chosen people na waita watu waliochaguliwa why kwa nini because it's always good kwa sababu ni vyema kila wakati to see the glory kuona utukufu it is always a good thing ni kitu kizuri kila wakati when somebody tells you wakati mtu anakuambia i saw the glory niliona utukufu and you did not see na haukuona is tricky ni ya kushangaza so those who looked up kwa hivyo wale waliotazama juu they saw the tremendous cloud of his glory waliona wingu la utukufu wake coming down 
nikishuka chini and you see na unaona the glory coming down utukufu ukishuka chini and in the background na nyuma yake then you see basi unaona you see the three trees unaona miti tatu today leo your life must change forever maisha yenu lazima yabadilike milele today leo hallelujah hallelujah so when they looked up hivyo walipoangalia juu that is what they saw hicho ndicho walichoona and look at the three trees at the background natazama miti mitatu katika nyuma nyuma and then halafu they were able to take the picture waliweza kupiga picha and then halafu the two umbrellas miavuli mbili one of them is rainbow moja yao ni upinde the other is greenish nyingine ni ya kijani kibichi the two umbrellas miavuli miwili hallelujah hallelujah and then halafu finally hatimaye the glory touched down utukufu ukaguza chini Let the nation see this. Wacha mataifa yajione haya. They got they have been serving for years and years. Mungu ambaye wamekuwa wakimtumikia miaka na miaka. Now he is visiting. Sasa anatembelea. This is your hour. Hii ndio saa yenu. That is what they saw. Hicho ndicho walichoona. This is what they saw. Hiki ndicho walichoona. The cloud of the glory touched down. Wingu la utukufu likaguza chini. And then what shocked me is this. They were able to see waliweza kuona and even record na hata kuna kili and check the cameras na kuchunguza kamera and find it there na kuipata pale. Now to me sasa kwangu mimi that shocked me that's a miracle. Hiyo ilinishtua huo ni muujiza. Number two. jambo la pili they were able to take it waliweza kuichukua and put on facebook what twitter and and start to have discussions and put it on the web na wakaanza wakaiweka kwa mitandao ya kijamii facebook twitter na kila mahali na kwenye mtandao which generation are we ni kizazi kipi ambacho sisi tupo who are you wewe ni nani sometimes i wonder who you people are wakati mwingine nashangaa watu ni kina nani This glory utukufu many of the prophets of the bible manabii wengi wa biblia as you are going to see briefly kama jinsi mtakavyoenda kuona kwa ufupi when they saw this visitation walipoona mtembeleo huu some of them wept wengine wao walilia they said oh wakasema oh how i wish like gani natamani i could live ningaliishi to see that generation ukiona hicho kizazi so we generation are you baba wewe uko kizazi kipi today there is going to be an awakening here leo hii kutakuwa na uamsho hapa you will never take yourself for granted anymore haujachukulia kimzaha tena who are you wewe ni nani which church are you ni kanisa gani wewe ulie that you can meet here ya kwamba unaweza kutana hapa and discuss na kujadili the visitation of the cloud of jehovah mtembeleo wa wingu la jehovah that only happened before the messiah came ambayo ilitendeka tu kabla ya masikuja hallelujah hallelujah glory to dios utukufu kwa bwana glory to god utukufu kwa mungu that you may sit with me ya kwamba mkaketi pamoja nami to discuss
now. Kwa hivyo sasa. Now. Sasa now that the prophecy was given. Sasa kwamba unabii ulitolewa and it was fulfilled na ulitimizwa and now you can go to the web na sasa unaweza enda kwa mtandao and you can find people discussing it all over na unaweza pata watu wakiongea kote kote now sasa now that the prophecy was given sasa kwamba unabii ulitolewa and fulfilled na ukatimilizwa what is the message to the church ushumbe ni upi kwa kanisa Welcome to the kingdom of God. Karibu katika ufalme wa Mungu. What is the message to the church? Uchumbe ni upi kwa kanisa? Listen to me. Nisikishe. What is the message to the pastor? Uchumbe ni upi kwa mchungaji? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to begin from there now. Kwa hivyo nataka nianzie hapo sasa. So now I can begin to give the message of the Lord. Kwa hivyo sasa naweza anza kupeana uchumbe wa Bwana. Listen very carefully. Sikiliza kwa makinifu. Every time the Lord speaks, kila wakati Bwana anenapo, you and I, wewe na mimi, we must find it in the Bible. Lazima tuipate katika Biblia. And I say, nani kasema? That is where we get the message from. Hapo ndipo tunapata uchumbe. Whenever the Lord speaks, wakati wote Bwana So that is clear now. Kwa hivyo hiyo ni waziwazi sasa. Number two. Jambo la pili. Listen to me. Nisikize. When you go to the Bible, unapoenda katika Biblia and look for this visitation. Na utafute huu mtembeleo. You will find utapata that there is one servant of God. Ya kwamba kuna mtumishi mmoja wa Mungu whose life ambaye maisha yake and ministry na huduma was synonymous with this cloud ilikuwa inaambatana na wingu hili listen to me nisikize when you go to the bible unapoenda katika biblia to look for this visitation kutafuta mtembeleo huu you'll find a servant utapata mtumishi the servant of god mtumishi wa mungu whose life ambaye maisha yake and ministry na huduma are synonymous inafanana with this visitation And his name is Moses the man of God. Na jina lake ni Musa nabii wa Mungu. And so I want to talk about. Na hivyo basi nataka kuzungumza kuhusu the life and ministry of Moses. Maisha na huduma ya Musa. The man of God nabii wa Mungu. And see na kuona if we can extract ikiwa tunaweza kutoa the message to the pastors. Uchumbe kwa wachungaji. The message to the church. Uchumbe kwa kanisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen very carefully now. In the Bible, katika Biblia, I am beginning with baby steps. Ninaanza na hatua za kitoto. In the Bible, katika Biblia, you will find utapata that right from birth, ya kwamba tangia kuzaliwa. When Moses was born, wakati Musa alizaliwa, he was born at a difficult time. Alizaliwa wakati wa ugumu. When all the male children, wakati watoto wote wa kiume, All the male babies watoto wote wa kiume that were born to the Hebrew families ambao walikuwa wanazaliwa katika jamii za Waebrania had to be killed ilibidi wauawe that is a time of distress huo ndio wakati wa dhiki right from the time of his birth tangia tu wakati wa kuzaliwa kwa Moses the man of God Musa nabii wa Mungu was born during difficult times alizaliwa wakati wa ugumu he was born alizaliwa at the time of distress wakati wa dhiki When a mother gave birth to a boy, wakati mamake alizaa mtoto mvulana, and was killed. Alikuwa na uwawa. 
by ordinance kwa sheria meaning a time of genocide kumaanisha wakati wa mauaji can we move from there now sasa when the mother of moses wakati mamake musa gave birth to moses alimzaa musa the bible tells us that the mother saw that the baby was so beautiful was so wonderful was so excellent was so perfect that she preserved him she said this one i will keep no matter what i will try this one i must try Now listen to this. Sasa sikiza haya. The mother, mamake. When the mother of Moses, wakati mamake Musa, preserved Moses. Alimhifadhi Musa. She could only do it up to a point. Ilipigia hadi kwa kiwango. She did it up to three months. Akafanya hadi miezi tatu. The much she could do. Ile zaidi ambayo angeweza kufanya. And she knew na alijua that from this point on ya kwamba tangia hapa na kuendelea. They are going to discover the baby. Wanaenda kumgundua mtoto. And look at what she did. Sasa tazama kile alichotenda. Which is a difficult thing for a mother to do. Ambacho ni kitu kigumu kwa mama kufanya. She placed tar on the basket. Akaweka lami kwa kikapu. She used on the basket and then i want to believe that she put some soft cloth also and took the precious baby and put him in the basket and look at this now the fast flowing river nile ule mto nile ambao unatirika unaenda kwa kasi waited and saw the daughter of pharaoh coming akangojea akaona binti wa farao akija and she released the child na akamwachilia mtoto the boy child mtoto mvulana in the fast flowing river nile katika ule mto wa nile ambao unaenda kwa kasi tremendous to do ya ajabu kutenda i think the most difficult thing for a mother to do nafikiri ni jambo gumu sana kwa mzazi kufanya because kwa sababu she was counting on the fact alikuwa akihesabia swala that the daughter of the king will see the baby ya kwamba binti wa mfalme atamuona mtoto but there are few options here lakini kuna uchaguzi kuna mambo kadhaa hapa you could put the baby there ungelimweka mtoto pale and a snake comes on the papyrus and bite the baby na joka atoke kwa miti na muume yule mtoto and kill the child na kumuua mtoto that's an option pia ingekuwa uwezekano mwingine the other part uwezekano mwingine you can put the baby there unaweza mweka mtoto pale in the river nile katika mto nile fast flowing mto unaoenda kwa kasi and the daughter of the king failed to see the baby na yule binti wa mfalme akose kumuona mtoto failed to see akose kuona the other part na uwezekano mwingine you can put the baby there unaweza mweka mtoto pale and then alafu the daughter of the king see the baby binti wa mfalme amuone mtoto i said the first option nilisema uwezekano wa kwanza put the baby in the river nile muweke mtoto katika mto nile and a snake or a scorpion bite the baby na yule nyoka aje ama ngee amume mtoto second option uwezekano wa pili put the baby there muweke mtoto pale and the daughter of the king don't see the baby and the baby go na binti wa farao binti wa mfalme asimuone mtoto na apite na aende with the water na maji The other option uwezekano mwingine the daughter of pharaoh sees the baby binti wa farao amone mtoto and say ha na kusema ha 
These are the Hebrew children. And kill. The fourth option. The daughter of Pharaoh. See the baby. Wow, how beautiful. How wonderful. And take the baby. That is what happened. And then look at this now. The message of the cloud of God to the church. Is this one now. That when she took the baby. And found the mother. And told the mother to raise the baby for her. She took the baby to the throne. And when the baby reached there. She named him Moses. Which means. I rescued him from the water. So even Moses. The servant of God. Whose life. And ministry. Is synonymous with this visitation. Right from the name alone. His name talks about. The miraculous rescue of God. You can almost feel where I'm headed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From his name alone. The name alone tells you that this man whose life and ministry is synonymous with this visitation. His name alone talks about the miracle, the miraculous rescue by God. Some of you who are in the spirit are already understanding the message. What the cloud has come to do. The name alone talks about the miraculous rescue of God. God miraculously rescued him. But what amazes me is that when the Lord miraculously rescued Moses from death what amazes me is this. If you follow his life and how he interacts with this cloud and his life's mission then this is what you see. You see that when the Lord was restoring Moses, was rescuing Moses he was essentially speaking a prophecy to the life of Moses. That like I rescue you miraculously now. Like I rescue you miraculously now from the claws of death. So am I speaking a prophecy that so will I use you in a mighty ministry that will miraculously rescue my people Israel from the claws of death. Hallelujah. Ah. Ah. Who are 
you wewe ni nani to discuss this kujadili hii this is mighty hii ni kubwa that's why i say Some people are preaching money. There is no time to preach money. We need to prepare the church. There is so much. There is so much. There is so much to give the church. Let me repeat this. When the Lord rescued Moses from death, from the claws of Satan, as a baby, It was a prophecy. Before a that as I rescue you now from the teeth of the devil so will I use your life in a massive ministry to rescue my people from Goshen into Jerusalem from the clothes of slavery kutoka kwa makucha ya utumwa gratitude from slavery kutoka kwa utumwa step by step hatua kwa hatua it is a big message na kuna ujumbe kubwa i must say lazima niseme he saying anasema that his life ya kwamba maisha yake and his name na jina lake reflects the miraculous rescue of god inaashiria ukombozi wa kimiujiza wa munge but he's also saying lakini pia anasema that his own ministry also ya kwamba utuma yake mwenyewe pia which is synonymous with this cloud ambayo inafanana na wingu hili is about the miraculous rescue of God's people inahusiana na ule ukombozi wa kimiujiza wa watu wa Mungu from slavery kutoka kwa utumwa I think I have delivered the message na kisia nimeuleta ujumbe powerful ya nguvu hallelujah hallelujah this is it ndio hii he saying anasema that the ministry of Moses ya kwamba huduma ya Musa ordained by God ikiwemewekwa wakfu na Mungu was to rescue Israel ilikuwa kuikomboa Israeli and he saying na anasema that that ministry ya kwamba hiyo huduma that involved ambayo ilihusisha rescuing the people of God kuwakomboa watu wa Mungu was done ilifanywa using this vehicle kutumia gari hili the vehicle of the cloud of the glory of Jehovah gari la wingu la utukufu wa Jehovah power nguvu there is power kuna nguvu there is power kuna nguvu in the house katika nyumba right now sasa hivi there is power kuna nguvu so if you read the book of Exodus chapter 2 kwa hivyo ukisoma kitabu cha kutoka sura ya pili at home kule nyumbani Exodus chapter 2 kutoka sura ya pili from verses 1 to 10 kuanzia mstari wa kwanza hadi wa kumi. or maybe you read the whole chapter ama usome sura yote then you see the life of Moses basi unaona maisha ya Musa how Moses began jinsi ambavyo Musa alianza and then alafu we are going to Exodus 3 tunaenda katika kitabu cha kutoka sura ya tatu. so i may give you the message ili kwamba niwapatie ujumbe What he is saying to the pastors The house of the Lord is now assembled Then now the message of the Lord must 
be delivered. Listen to me now. When you go to Exodus chapter 3, from verse 4, Exodus chapter 3 from verse 4, Exodus chapter 3, I'm reading verse 4 and 5, then I will explain. He says, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Verse 5. And he says, Verse 5 he says, Do not come any closer. God said, Take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Listen to me. Every time the Lord wants to do something on the earth, every time the God of heaven wants to execute a policy, an agenda on the earth, he has two options. One of them, he normally would establish his agency on the earth. And depending on how close that agency walks with God, then you will see in the works of that agency you will see the anointing of God and when you look at the anointing of God in that established authentic agency of God official and certified agency depending on how he works with God then you can see the level of anointing. And that becomes in his works the manifestation of the life and power of God in that agency. Are we following? Step by step. I don't want to rush this because of the condition of the church globally. I want to say this very correct. And I'm repeating that one option that now the Lord establish an authentic, a certified agency. And I'm saying that He gives the anointing which is the power to do everything that appertains to that office there. The anointing. And I'm saying that when they walk close to God, more righteous, more holy, 
There are few examples in the Bible. Kuna mifano michache katika Biblia of the revelation of the Godhead. Wa ufunuo wa Mungu Baba himself. Yeye mwenyewe. And one of them. Na mmoja wapo. If this one I just read. Ni hii ambayo nimekwisha isoma tu. When the Godhead himself. Wakati Mungu Baba mwenyewe. He saw aliona that the time to rescue his people. Ya kwamba wakati wa kuwakomboa watu wake from slavery kutoka kwa utumwa had arrived ulipomwadia when he heard wakati aliposikia the cry of his people kilio cha watu wake and the cry of his people kilio cha watu wake had reached him kilikuwa kimemfikia he came down himself alishuka chini mwenyewe because of what was at stake kwa sababu ya kile ambacho kilikuwa karibu cha haribika now listen to this sasa sikiza hii When he came down in his glory aliposhuka chini katika utukufu wake when he comes down in his glory anaposhuka chini kwa utukufu wake the glory can present in different ways utukufu unaweza kuwasilishwa kwa njia tofauti one of the ways moja wapo ya njia consuming fire moto ulao another one na njia nyingine the cloud of god wingu la mungu another one nyingine the brilliant light ile mwangaza unaongaa when he came to abraham alipokuja kwa abraham abraham saw three people abraham aliona watu so those are the various ways hizo ndizo njia tofauti i am teaching the church of christ ninalifundisha kanisa la kristo that when i bring the revelation ya kwamba ninapoleta ufunuo nobody can say i did not understand hakuna mtu atakayesema sikuelewa now sasa when the lord god himself wakati bana mungu mwenyewe he saw that his people aliona kwamba watu wake walikuwa kwa utumwa and he had a mission and vision for them na alikuwa na huduma na maono kwao the mission and vision for israel huduma na maono kwa israeli the mission and vision of god for israel huduma na maono ya mungu kwa israeli was this ilikuwa hii that one day ya kwamba siku moja israel israeli may move back to jerusalem ikarudi kaende jerusalem from egypt kutoka misri and reaching there na kufika huko israel israeli may become the vehicle ikafanyike gari through which ambayo kupitia the messiah masihi the redeemer of man mkombozi wa wanadamu would come to the earth angekuja ulimwenguni the mission and vision of god lengo na maono ya mungu for israel kwa israeli a heavenly mission and vision huduma na maono ya kibinguni you can almost see the church unaweza leo na kanisa but listen first of all lakini sikiza kwanza kabisa we read In Exodus chapter 3 tulisoma kutoka sura ya tatu. verse 4 mstari wa 4 when god decided i must go rescue them wakati mungu aliamua lazima niende niwakomboe the children of israel wana wa israeli look at what he did tazama kile alichotenda the god of heaven mungu wa mbinguni came down in his glory alishuka chini kwa utukufu wake as a burning bush kama kichaka kinachoteketea and moses naye musa so that this bush is burning akaona kwamba kichaka hiki cha teketea but is not burning up kina wakamoto lakini akiungui and the bible you ah, i don't know how you read your bible sijui jinsi gani masomo biblia zetu there are so many things i want to describe but no time kuna mambo mengi nataka kuelezea lakini hakuna wakati there are so many lessons deep in there kuna masomo mengi mle ndani about this visitation usiana na mtembeleo huu bible says biblia inasema that and when god saw that he had gone 
there to look. Remember Moses was tending the sheep of Jethro. Tending the sheep. The sheep of Jethro. And I've said this again and again. That when your father-in-law gives you sheep to tend.
that you may catch everything. Because I know the church out there is busy preaching money. And they are busy entertaining clients on TV. So I have to teach this right. That she may catch this. Because she will not get it anywhere else. Anyhow the visitation is here. But listen to the point. He says that when Moses tried to come close to the place of visitation, he told him, Moses, Moses, and Moses replied, here I am. Then he said, do not come any closer. Remove those sandals for the place where you are standing. Is holy ground. Listen to this somebody. What is he saying? Look at what he's saying. Yesterday, Jana, Moses may have been grazing there. Musa wenda alikuwa anachunga huko. And the way you know the shepherd. Na jinsi ambavyo mnajua wachungaji. They graze in an area for a week or two. Wanachunga maeneo fulani kwa juma moja ama mawili. Then they take the sheep elsewhere to allow this to grow. Alafu wanapeleka kondoo pande mwingine ili kurushu hii nyasi pia imee. He may have been grazing there yesterday we don't know. Wenda alikuwa akichunga pale jana hatujui. He may have been there last week. Wenda alikuwa pale juma lilopita. And whistling and grazing the sheep. Akipiga pinja na kuwachunga but now when the Lord God himself chooses a place of visitation and he says I am going to visit there when he visits there look at what happens that place becomes a place of divine presence. Number one. Divine presence. Number two. That place of visitation of divine presence then becomes a place of visitation. But because God the Father himself is the one visiting that place becomes sanctified. Hallelujah. Sanctified. And when he sanctifies it, he declares it holy ground. Step by step. He now says, where you were grazing yesterday, walking around pocketing, now because he has visited here, don't come any closer, remove those sandals, for the place where he was standing, because of visitation, it is now declared, Holy ground. Step by step. And if I look at this whole place. Of visitation. And I look at this 
visitation of the cloud na nitazame mtembeleo huu wa wingu of the godhead ya mungu baba i see that that place looks like a christian meeting naona kwamba mahala pale paonekana kama mkutano wa kikristo hallelujah hallelujah now you are beginning to understand sasa unaanza kuelewa it looks to me yaonekana kwangu like a group of christians are worshiping kama kikundi cha wakristo wanawabudu and then the god head himself alafu mungu baba mwenyewe decides anaamua i am going to visit there ninaenda kutembelea huko and that means it does not matter haijalishi whether yesterday ikiwa jana you were walking around here ulikuwa ukitembea tu hapa walking here uko umeingiza mikono kwa mifuko hapa and lasting at women na ukiwatamani wanawake and doing whatever you want na ukifanya chochote utakacho today lakini leo because there is a visitation here sababu kuna mtembeleo hapa he says anasema behold tazama the house of the lord nyumba ya bwana has now sasa become imefanyika holy ground mahali takatifu I could not hold it any longer. Singeweza kuizuilia tena. I really could not hold it any longer. Kwa kweli singeizuilia tena. That's why I jumped and broke the news. Ndio sababu nikaruka na kuleta hizo habari. Because I wanted to go through the sandals first. Kwa sababu nilitaka kupitia viatu kwanza. He said, anasema that the house of the Lord, kwamba nyumba ya Bwana, visited by the cloud, ikiwa imetembelewa na wingu. Yesterday you could have been grazing there. Jana ungelikuwa unachunga pale. Taking care of the sheep of Jethro there. Ukishukulikia kondoo wa Jethro pale. Walking around and whistling. Ukitembea tu na kupiga pinja. Whistling like that. Ukipiga pinja namna hiyo. And pocketing. Na ukiingiza mikono kwa mifuko. Listen now. Anasema sasa. But now. Ya kwamba sasa. That the God had himself. Ya kwamba Mungu mwenyewe, Mungu Baba mwenyewe. Has decided. Ameamua. That I will go and visit there. Ya kwamba nitakwenda na nitembelee huko. Anasema. When he visits. Anapotembelea. He sanctifies. Anatakasa. Then when he sanctifies. Anapotakasa. His presence will be there. Uwepo wake utakuwa pale. And when his presence is there. Na wakati uwepo wake uko pale. Then he says, "Hey." Anaponasema, "Hey, why are you coming?" Ni kwa nini unakucha? Hey, hey, pastor, mchungaji. Hey, hey, church of Christ, kanisa la Kristo. Don't come any closer. Usisonge karibu. For the place. Kwa sababu mahali. Where you are standing right now. Umesimama sasa hivi. Is holy ground. Ni ardhi takatifu. Get off those sandals. And throw them away. Before you approach me. Kabla unikaribia mimi. Do you understand? Je unaelewa? This is mighty. Hii ni kubwa. That's why I say it. Ndio sababu nikasema. Who gives you permission to sit here and take this? Nani anakupatia ruhusa ya kuketi hapa na kuchukua hii? And free of charge. Na bure bila malipo. Nobody is collecting money at the gate. Hakuna mtu anaokota pesa kwa lango. The Messiah must be coming. Masihi lazima awe anarudi. He saying, anasema, that since God, ya kwamba Mungu has decided to now visit the house. Ameamua sasa kuitembelea nyumba. It means, inamaanisha, he has now also decreed. Sasa pia ametangaza, that behold, kwamba tazama, the house of the Lord, nyumba ya Bwana is now 
holy ground. And now you have an instruction. As a pastor. As a congregation. As a church. Globally. In Kenya. You vascular. Everywhere. He's saying the responsibility is this. Because now. God the Father has visited the house in the power of the cloud of His glory. Now, you cannot again enter with those sandals. What is the meaning of removing the sandals? Removing the sandals means this. You do like this. I'm going to demonstrate. You remove before you go. It means respect. Respect. That is powerful. That means respect to the Lord has been lacking. I am now downloading the instructions. Number two, removing sandals that this cloud is instructing the pastors to do today means with certain sandals. One of them 
upon his sexual sin. Ni dhambi ya ngono. I knew it. Nilijua. I knew that if the Lord is going to send me to you. Nilijua ikiwa Bwana anaenda kunituma kwenu. Then we have to discuss the truth. Basi itabidi tujadili ukweli. Then the truth has to be dispensed. Basi ukweli lazima uachiliwe. He said, anasema that the sandals ya kwamba biatu that have been troubling his altar. Ambavyo umekuwa ukikanyaga navyo madhabahu. One of them, moja wapo, sexual dhambi ya ngono. In the church katika kanisa. I told you it's very deep. Niliwaambia niabilindi mno. The other one, nyingine, is the sandals of falsehood. Ni viatu vya udanganyifu. Deception. Uongo. The other one, nyingine, the sandals of false prophets. Ni viatu vya manabii wa uongo. The prophets, manabii, whose tongues are very weak. Ambao ndimi zao ni legevu mno ni dhaifu. They cannot pronounce the word holiness. Hawawezi wakalitaja jina utakatifu. The other one, nyingine, false apostles, mitume wa uongo. The apostles that write an empire mitume wanaoandika tu china this is apostle so so huyu ni mtume fulani wa fulani and you know it's amazing because the lord speaks to me quite a bit about them na unajua yashangaza maana bwana uninenea sana kwa uso the other one nyingine post modernism usasa the other one nyingine he said the gospel of prosperity anasema injili ya ufanisi the gospel injili that throws out holiness ambayo inatupa nje utakatifu it centralizes money na inaweka shina na kati pesa there are so many kuna mingi the other one nyingine homosexuality in the church ushoga katika kanisa don't come any closer nasema usisonge karibu remove those sandals now ondoa viatu hivyo sasa for the place where you are standing now mahali ambapo unasimama sasa holy ground ni ardhi takatifu homosexuality ushoga the other one nyingine the abortions in the worship team kuapya mimba katika vikundi vya kuabudu and you are worshiping god like that na unamwabudu mungu namna hiyo you are worshiping the lord unamwabudu bwana with sandals of abortions na viatu vya kuapya mimba abortions are common in the church kuapya mimba ni ya kawaida kwa kanisa today it is common leo hii ni kawaida for a pastor kwa mchungaji to for example be involved in a relationship kwa mfano kuhusika katika uhusiano it is common ni kawaida to hear a pastor's wife complaining kusikia mke wa mchungaji akilalamika how come yawezekanaje that leader that worship leader that girl that woman kwamba huyo kiongozi wa ibada huyo mwanamke huyo mtu knows more about you than me anajua zaidi kuhusu wewe kuliko mimi you hear this thing unasikia mambo haya and you know for me i see quite a bit na kwangu mimi naona kiasi and i hear quite a bit na ninasikia mengi so you can imagine what i hear and see kwa hivyo unaweza kuanzia kile ambacho nasikia na kuona the lord is saying bana anasema that behold ya kwamba tazama the cloud of god wengu la mungu is now tabernacle sasa limehekalishwa tabernacle limehekalishwa in the church katika kanisa therefore hivyo basi behold tazama the house of jehovah nyumba ya yehova is now sasa holy ground ni mahali takatifu meaning 
the worship must now be holy. There are no two ways. There is one way. I need to move to the next thing. The deeper message of removing the sandals when the glory comes the deeper understanding of removing the sandals that the cloud is instructing the pastors to do in Amsterdam in Uppsala Sweden in Jongoping in Brazil everywhere look at this now if you read the Bible you find a conversation between Jehovah and Joshua can we read it quickly and then I explain there is the message there is so much to teach to prepare the church as a holy bride. So one would wonder why pastors would spend time and all time to be preaching money. If we want food, let us just ask God to be God and give us food. But it is wrong and evil to touch this eternal word with defilement, with sin and deception. Because this word is the only instrument that can literally take a human being from the earth. The unpurchasable can do the unpurchasable. The book of Joshua, chapter 5. I told you, I come with a broom. And I've been cleaning up the whole earth. My journey is long, you know. I have to keep going until the Messiah comes. He has to find me on the road. Joshua chapter 5 verses 13 to 15 message to the church is there. He says, Now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Basi wakati Yoshua alipokaribia Yeriko akainua macho na akaona mtu aliyesimama mbele yake akiwa na upanga mkononi uliofutwa kwenye ala Yoshua akamwendea na kumuuliza je wewe uko upande wetu au upande wa adui zetu Are you for us Je uko upande wetu or for them Ama kwa wao Akauliza Look at the reply Tazama jibu he said, neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground 
in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? Yeshua akanguka kipudipudi ya diinji, akasujudu, akamuliza, Jebana unaujumbe gani kwa mtumishi wako? The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And Joshua did so. Let me explain. When they came to him, he was seated at the entrance of the tent. And then he saw three of them. When he went there, he found out that this is the grand maker. Abraham found out when he saw the three and he went to them. He found out that this was the grand mega visitation of the Godhead himself. Joshua when it was time to save the children of Israel, Joshua saw one. But when he went, only later, in the conversation, does he find out that this is the grand mega, that the Lord himself is here. Including this angel that was speaking with him. The angel tells him, You may not know, but you are in the presence. Remove those sandals now. And out of there is the message of the glory of God. What is the message? In this grand mega, when you listen carefully, this is what you hear. You hear the Lord instructing Joshua. You hear the Lord through the cloud of His glory. And if you listen carefully, you see the message for the church. You see the Lord instructing Joshua to own, to take up the battle of the Lord that he may go and confront the enemies of God in order to deliver and save the children of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me go back to Moses. When Moses Musa met the grand mega in a burning bush. When you follow down, remove your sandals. Holy ground. When you read on, you see that every time anybody encounters the grand mega encounters the glory of the Godhead two things change number one his 
identity changes. From a shepherd of the sheep of Jethro to a shepherd of the sheep of Jehovah and he abandons the sheep of Jethro and he goes back to Goshen to begin to shepherd Israel. Those of you who are reading underneath you are seeing the instruction to the church. But I will open, don't worry. He's saying, when Moses encountered the cloud, the glory of Jehovah, calling of God, to abandon shepherding prosperity, to now go and shepherd the sheep of Christ. Ah, ah, ah. He's saying, This is the hour to abandon the sheep of Jethro and return and begin to shepherd the sheep of Jehovah. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. What the cloud is saying. Because you find a very sad situation. Oh, oh, may I just want to keep my sheep. Now listen to me. When Moses met the glory of the Godhead, his identity. Changed. Then his ministry, in other words, life's mission, changed. And then, from that day on, he became the shepherd of the sheep of Jehovah. And he went to rescue Israel from there to Jerusalem. The spiritual sheep. And sometimes you see pastors shepherding the sheep of Jethro every day in every church. And they're tending it, they're keeping it. And the Lord is saying, the times have changed. So, in that calling of Moses, by encountering this cloud, the glory of the Godhead, as a consuming fire, Moses Musa, was told to own, achukue, to take up achukue, the battle of the Lord, vita bwana, and go confront the Pharaoh, na na to save the children of God. Telling them to own up, to take up the battle of God. 
God and go out there and slay the enemy that they may save the sheep of God. Oh yes. That's the message. You wonder why would somebody use it to talk about how God removed him from poverty to wealth or whatever. The gospel prosperity. Time is short. We need to work hard and use it to prepare the church. Now I want to get into the heart of the message. The prophecy is given that the cloud is coming. And then, the cloud surely comes. And it's not me to say, I saw, I saw. Believe you me, I saw. It is people that have recorded in their phones. And they are sending to YouTube, to Facebook, to everything. As in, look what has happened here. When the cloud of God came down into the house of the Lord, what is the message to the church? Number one in a hurry. Number one. He comes to the church to give the church direction. Direction. Do you remember Israel? When Moses was leading them through the wilderness, the same cloud, same, had to appear. Why? Because when God looked at the children of Israel, He saw them going around like this. Like people without direction. He was shocked. He asked, Are these the people are just delivered by power? They sounded to have forgotten the massive power that delivered them from Egypt. And yet, he had a mission and vision for the house of Jacob. That one day, the Messiah, the Lamb of God, would come through them and deliver humanity. But when he looked at them, he realized it is as if they did not understand the mission and vision of God for them. Confused and lost. They were saying, ah, this time, ah, what time is it? This time in Egypt, I would be eating a huge pot of meat and huge cucumbers and pots of fish. I am thirsting here. We are struggling to find water. But this time in Egypt, I would be drinking 
ingekuwa na kunywa the sweet waters of the nile maji matamu ya mto nile until the egyptians write poems about the sweet waters of the nile hadi wa misri wakaandika mashairi kuhusu maji tamu ya mto nile the lord had all that bwana alisikia hiyo yote he had them aliwasikia saying wakisema that this man moses ya kwamba huyu mtu musa we are not even sure of him hata hatuna uhakika kumhusu let us fight for ourselves wacha leader wacha tujitafutie kiongozi to take us back aturejeshe he said alisema they said walisema this god huyu mungu we don't understand hatumuelewi let us make for ourselves a god we can see and touch wacha tujitengenezee mungu ambaye tuweza kumuona the lord Mbusa. heard all that he heard mungu alisikia hayo yote and Adia. when he heard na aliposikia he said alisema allah allah what are these people saying hawa watu wanasema nini because of the gravity kwa sababu ya uzito of the fact ya swala that their hearts kwamba mioyo yao were now inclined to Egypt again sasa ilikuwa imerejea Misri tena the god had himself mungu mwenyewe had to come down himself ilibidi ashuke chini yeye mwenyewe to give the house of jacob kupatia nyumba ya yakobo direction mwelekeo direction mwelekeo the book of numbers chapter 9 kitabu cha hesabu sura ya 9 verses 15 to 23 mstari wa 15 hadi 23 i am not reading it you can read it sitaisoma unaweza isoma numbers chapter 9 na hesabu sura ya 9 verses 15 to 23 mstari wa 15 hadi 23 you see the following unaona yafuatayo you see a very very disobedient israel unaona israeli ile ile ambayo isiyoti and then alafu when the cloud the same cloud this cloud wakati wingu lile lile comes down lilishuka chini on the tent katika hema then you see a different israel basi unaona israeli tofauti you see two different israel unaona israeli mbili tofauti because he says in numbers chapter 9 kwa sababu anasema katika hesabu sura ya 9 15 to 23 15 hadi 23 he says anasema and when the cloud settled na wakati wingu lilitulia they encamped walitulia when the cloud lifted wakati wingu lilinuka they packed up their virago walichukua virago vyao they packed up their bags walichukua virago vyao and they left with the cloud na wakaondoka na wingu and he says at the end of it na unaona mwisho that whether the cloud settled for a day ya kwamba ikiwa wingu lilitulia wakati wa mchana israel israeli would encamp for a day wangetulia kwa siku moja whether it settled from evening till morning ikiwa lilitulia kuanzia jioni mpaka asubuhi they would encamp from evening till morning basi wangetulia wangekaa pale kambini kutoka jioni mpaka asubuhi whether it settled ikiwa lilitulia for years kwa miaka or for a year or months ama miaka ama miezi whatever the time wakati wowote ule they would observe wangeti then he says anafanasema in that way kwa njia hiyo israel obeyed israeli iliti the command of god amri ya mungu through moses kupitia musa now sasa when i look at the church today ninapolitazama kanisa leo i see as if ninaona kana kwamba the church kanisa is repeating the bible linarudia biblia 
If you look at the pastors today, their hearts are inclined to other things other than the sheep, other than the rapture, other than glory, other than the kingdom. That's why you hear a lot of scandals. When you look at the church, because of what I said about the pastors, you see the following. The women walk almost naked in church. And the pastors don't bother to rebuke. The young men walk naked in the church with sagging trousers and the pastors don't care to rebuke. The evil, immoral people come to church to teach messages of immorality. And the church does not care to stop them or rebuke them. When you look at the church, you see that the very Egypt from which the Lord delivered her in a mighty way on the cross. He says that everybody in the Bible 
katika Biblia whenever they encountered the glory of the Godhead wakati wa wote walikutana na utukufu wa Mungu Baba two things changed mambo mawili yalibadilika their identity changed right away kitambulisho chao kilipadilika papo hapo and then their life mission ministry alafu huduma yao ya maisha changed instant ilibadilika hapo hapo if you don't change ikiwa hautabadilika you will be the first person i meet utakuwa mtu wa kwanza atakayekutana na yeye who encounters the glory ambaye amekutana na utukufu na habadiliki the glory has come utukufu umekucha to keep the church kulipatia kanisa direction mwelekeo and he saying na anasema that israel ya kwamba israel had never been this way before haikuwa imekuwa katika hiyo njia to jerusalem kwenda yerusalemu so is the church hivyo ndivyo ilivyo kanisa she has never been to this way halijawahi kuwa katika njia hii to the rapture of the church kwa unyakuzi wa kanisa she has never been this way before halijawahi kuwa katika njia hii hapo nyumbani so she surely needs the leadership of god kwa hivyo kwa kweli ninahitaji uongozi wa mungu to give her direction kumpatia mwelekeo i don't have time sina wakati i need to read the last point nahitaji kusoma ile hoja ya mwisho but before i give the last point lakini kabla nipeane hoja ya mwisho can i underscore one more thing on direction je naweza kuzia jambo moja kuhusu mwelekeo if you read the book of exodus 13 i don't have time now ukisoma kitabu cha kutoka 13 sina muda sasa this is what you see hiki ndicho unaona when the cloud came to give israel direction wakati wingu lilikuja kupatia israeli mwelekeo Look at what he did. Tazama kile alichotenda. He took them. Aliwapeleka. With their women and children. Na watoto wao wanawake na watoto. There was a shortcut. Kulikuwa na njia ya mkato. But he took away. Lakini alichukua njia that went straight and faced the Red Sea like this. Ilioenda moja kwa moja kumbana na bahari Shamu. To the Red Sea. Bahari Shamu. How can you do this? Unawezaje fanya hivi? We have women and children here. Tuko na wanawake na watoto hapa. They rebuked Moses. Walimkemea Musa. How can you do that? Unaweza fanya aje hiyo? How can you face the sea? Unawezaje kuendekea kwa bahari? But listen to me. Lakini nisikize. When they just obeyed. Walipotii tu. Number one, they saw the signs and wonders of God. Jambo la kwanza, waliona ishara na maajabu ya Mungu. Number two, they saw the power of the God they worship. Jambo la pili, waliona nguvu za Mungu wanayemwabudu. Number three, jambo la tatu, when the sea opened and they walked through. Wakati bahari ilipunguka na wakatembea, their Egyptian enemies, maadui zao wa Kimisri, were swallowed up. Walizamishwa. So my question to the church is this. Kwa swali langu kwa kanisa ni hili. Considering kuzingatia that you are not obedient. Ya kwamba wewe si mtiifu to the cloud of god kwa wingu la mungu or considering ama kuzingatia that you don't obey ya kwamba hauti the cloud of god wingu la mungu tell me niambie who will drown your egyptian enemies nani atawazamisha maadui zako wa kimisri if you don't obey ikiwa hautatii numbers chapter 9 Hesabu sura ya tisa. which you have already written ambayo tayari mmeandika mstari wa 15 hadi 23 the key message it pulls out ujumbe ambao unajitokeza pale the key message that the glory the cloud of the glory brings to the church ujumbe nyeti muhimu zaidi ambao wingu la utukufu unaleta is 
Somebody, Exodus 33. I'm reading two verses, verse 14, verse 15. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Verse 16. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from the other people on the face of the earth. He thought, probably thought the Lord was going to remove identification cards. So when they ask you, flush it. When you meet people, you show it, you show, you show it. Moses was shocked. If you listen to the conversation in verse 14, in verse 14, they were used to the colonies and communities of Goshen. They used to eat together, high five with each other. You saw so much light at night. There was fellowship. But the Lord, through this cloud, was removing them from their familiarity. And He was taking them straight through the wilderness. Moses panicked. Israel panicked. Like the church today, the church also fears loneliness. Me, I just want to stay here in this church because I have my friends. In this community, we care for each other. I love my pastor. I love the people here. We watch over each other. I like this pastor's fellowship. Because in this fellowship, what we do is essentially we watch over each other. And I have come with the cloud of God. I have come to remove you from that Goshen of sin and slavery to sin. And I have come to remove you and put you on a path to the wilderness. Jerusalem, we are going. I said it. I said it. And the path I'm putting you through, you know it. Through the wilderness of repentance. And I'm telling you, if you have been wearing short mini skirts, I'm telling you now to wear long skirts. If you have been going to office, and you go to office, and you move men with your hair, 
everybody in the office in the bank loves you I'm telling you to tie your hair if you have been going to office in that office you'll be going as a young man in dressing powerful suits strong perfumes and moving women Last at you. I'm telling you. Let us use bar soap. I am putting you. I am putting you. On the path to the wilderness. For purification. Purification. Jerusalem. 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 We are still going. Listen to this. And on that path, it is called the highway of holiness. Isaiah 35, verse 8 and 9. And when you thought it was lonely, he says, however, no ferocious beast will devour you there. So Moses panicked. He says, if you don't send us by your presence, with your presence, please, don't send us up from here. But let me move number two. And you think you will be lonely in the bank. When you, you now wear the long skirt. And you will think that when you carry your lunch, your lunch box in that office, and you stop going with them for lunch and talking about men, talking about women. Before the Lord, then they become 
possession when they become that his possession then the following identification they hold the following transformation happens this is what happens their talk changes their walk changes their thoughts change their minds change their company changes and if you take them then their destiny has changed. And he said, when you go out there, and everybody sees that your salvation has changed, your talk has changed, your walk has changed, your heart has changed, your mind has changed, your company has changed, your dressing has changed, then they will know that these people have been visited finished I wonder why people have to preach money I wonder why pastors have to run around lasting at women in the church and spoil for Jesus when actually there is work eternal work work with eternal value work that when you do the satisfaction is immense listen he's saying that when your talk changes and they see your work changes and they see your thoughts change and they see your friends change and they see your dressing change and they see your salvation change and they see and your destiny and they see they will know surely surely those people have been visited by the cloud pastors those who want to go back based on the message of today Say, I just want to go back there and shepherd the sheep of the Lord unto the Lord to heaven. I see everybody. Repeat this prayer very loud then. Say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus. about the glory of your visitation the visitation of your father You are God. 
priesthood.